society, culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to, I almost said Melissa Vision, but Melissa Itell Duran. <laughs> and uh, you can see her on Melissa Vision now on Roku. And it's a wonderful uh, alternative to see if, if you're sick of the internet and you want to go TV, Roku TV and uh, Amazon Fire and, and now Melissa Vision. And, uh, you know, you, you can see the two documentaries there. You can see um, see other things. You could hear our show there along with the 124 different outlets. But but now we can say we are we are officially on TV and it's a work in progress. And it is uh, it, it's very, uh, uh, you know, very exciting, very exciting. And you'll see different programming on there. And Melissa, once she gets the time, uh, she'll she'll figure out different things. If anybody wants to pitch things to her, they certainly uh, they certainly can. Don't be mad if she says no. But uh, <laughs> she's uh, a, a, a woman of all media at this point. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Melissa, I tell John, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? And and I, I I get a kick out of Melissa Vision. That's great. We're coming from Melissa Vision. <laughs> yeah, we're coming from Melissa Vision. People are listening to us. Well, they will be listening to us for the first time on Melissa Vision, and that's uh, that's nice. And and you could while you're doing that, you could watch documentaries and you could see all kinds of all kinds of things. Two different documentaries. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, it's it's exciting to uh, expand into to different mediums and so forth. Uh, what have you been concentrating on? We were talking a little bit about President Biden. He uh, he just um, he just tested negative two times in a row for for uh, COVID, and, and now he's out there and he's able to I don't know uh, you know save the world I guess you know before that he was quarantined. How long has he been in quarantine? Do you know? Yes, I, I, is this the second time, second or third time? I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not knocking it, but it it, it seems to be uh, something that that is, that that is is kind of resistant at this point to the, the, the treatments he's been receiving. Do you think there's any chance that every time he gets like really confused and they they want to they want to take like a little break, that they turn around and say, you know what, he tested positive for COVID or uh, he was exposed to it. Let's put him in. You know, do you think they ever use that as an excuse? That's an interesting thought. Um, I mean, of course, if you if you're going to listen to the, I guess to the, the uh, his detractors, uh, they'll say that there's something else that's going on there. That perhaps um, he he might have some other hidden health problem, and, and that um, we're being prepared for an eventual announcement in November after the midterm elections. That about his having to depart the White House so suddenly because of health concerns. Yeah, I, I, I just wonder what that would be like. And and again, I, I'm sure a lot of people are concerned. One of the one of the concerns people have is uh, is you know, and they've been talking about it for a while. Uh, at one point, they were calling it "Build Back Better," and I, I don't know if they've called it different things um, along with that. But what is what is the build back better a status now or what is the status of this bill 
it's supposed to fight inflation, but I know a lot of people are saying it's not going to uh, fight inflation. It's just going to raise our taxes. Uh, where are you on this? And uh, it, are we just completely unsure because there's battling sides? Uh, or, or is there a definitive view of what this is supposed to do? Well, it's, you know, the, the, I, the Democrats have been trying to get these big package uh, to, um, bills passed in the last, oh, I don't know, forever, basically. And now I think with the midterms looming and the, the, uh, the, 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 the doom and gloom news of their, their supposed demise in November after the midterms and, and what they claim, uh, what, what everyone is saying will be a, uh, a, a red, I guess, what is it, a red wedding day or something? <laughs> you know, red wave, right? Yeah. Um, so they have to do something. They've got to, they've, they've got to pull through. I mean, it's a last-ditch effort. Um, but, um, and I can see that they're trying, you know, they, you know, Manchin, Manchin, Joe Manchin came together with Chuck Schumer and for, uh, and I, I think Joe Manchin was, was recovering from COVID because he was away in West Virginia in his home, in his home state. He, well, he wasn't in Washington and he was, he and, and Schumer were, were uh, plotting away at, at some, some, some uh, concept of, of, of bringing them, bringing a package together because you know, Joe Manchin and and to an extent, Kristen Cinema from from Arizona have been the the uh, the two holdovers, the ones who just uh, you know, the, the the top Democrats in the Senate who have really put a stop to a lot of of, of legislation. They just either they felt it was it was uh, you know, it was going to hurt um, you know business interests in 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 their states, or uh, it was uh, you know just way off. You know, way off in left field, uh, they 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 just were not. They were the ones that that were making it a little bit difficult, uh, you know, for for these 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 big packages to pass. And and I think uh, I think we we all recognize that some of these bills, some of these legislative ideas, um, reek of, of of progressive left wing um, mentality. And 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 the two the two other senators, Manchin and and Cinema, supposed to be the bulwarks. They were the ones, you know, they were going to be the ones who were going to, you know, put their foot down and say, you know, this is this isn't going to work. This is outrageous, and it's only going to cost us more in the end. And uh, they were, you know, it, it, Manchin, I, I don't know, if I, I guess he, he found some common ground to allow it to go through. And, and Cinema at the last minute, decided to go along with it uh, as long as the, 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 you know, the taxes weren't too, uh, you know, weren't too crazy. I mean, all in all, we can say, though, is that um, Manchin, who many Republicans said, oh, you can, you know, you can come and join our party anytime, is definitely not leaving the Democrats. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Frank McKay here, so much more importantly, Melissa Itell Joran and Melissa Vision. If you, you're watching us on TV, you can watch us on Melissa Vision and uh, watch the documentaries there or on MelissaItellJoran.com. And uh, Melissa, uh, some people would say, you know, you said that uh, Manchin and Cinema been making it uh, somewhat difficult. A lot of people probably were like, somewhat difficult? What are you talking? You know, they've destroyed the Democrat. You know, if you talk to Democrats, uh, they will tell you that they that Manchin and Cinema have destroyed the Democratic Party and the whole agenda here and, and Chuck Schumer's opportunity to be the majority leader. Uh, and, and if you think about it, when, when those two sit down, when Manchin and, and Schumer sit down, 
I wonder if it's uncomfortable, right? I mean, you know, all the things mm -hmm. that Schumer wanted uh, uh, either cinema or Mansion to chime in on. I mean, how difficult do you think that relationship is? Uh, I, I'm sure it's not easy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it isn't. It definitely couldn't be. I mean, a lot of you know, there's a lot of people in the party think that he's a, you know, Mansion has been a traitor all along. And cinema, I think they want her, you know, they 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 want her. Uh, they have her on a, they have her on a wanted poster, you know. And she she's up for re-election, <laughs> by the way. She and Mansion are both up for re-election in 24. So I think they decided, you know, we got to, especially cinema, I think, because she's been physically assaulted in the past in her own state. Yeah, well, that which is scary and which is. Which mm -hmm. is disturbing, of, of course. Uh, it, you know, dinos, they'll call them dinos, Democrats in name only. And, you know, they're, look, they're, they're also uh, elected by, um, by people that are in the, uh, you know, in the uh, state and they're playing to their constituency. You know, you can't be a Democrat in, uh, in West Virginia the way you are a Democrat, uh, certainly here in New York, that's ridiculous, or California. But even, you know, in Ohio, uh, you know, there. if you're a Democrat in, in Ohio, yeah, it's, it's uh, uh, you know, you got to be a little more uh, responsive to, you know, the Midwestern uh, attitude. But West Virginia, I, I, there are Democrats in there that, you know, remember Robert Byrd days. Robert Byrd was a member of the KKK. Is that right? Mm. That's true. That's yeah, and he true. was a Democrat. Robert Byrd, the late Robert Byrd. The late Robert Byrd, who was like a, wasn't he like a, a mentor to Hillary Clinton? Oh, to a lot of them, sure. He was a gentleman, though. I mean, yes, despite the KKK background, <laughs> and I think he, I don't think he, uh, I think he, he, he left, the, he left that. I mean, the long, you know, right. he, I don't, yeah. I mean, that was uh, back in his day. I think that, you know, it was just, it just go, go went without saying that a lot of them uh, had family who were, you know, directly involved in the KKK. But I, you know, but yes, that was brought up every so often whenever somebody, you know, when uh, when a Republican wanted to say something, that was that that aspect of his. Life was always brought up. Yeah. Well, you know, it, you, you can make an argument, ah, KKK, uh, you know, uh, big deal, you know. But, I mean, uh, again, at the time that uh, that, uh, that Robert Byrd was involved with the KKK, uh, you know, that's, I, I mean, it, it, forget it. I mean, it's the most harsh, they're Nazis. I mean, they're, they're racist, they're terrible, they're anti-Semites, they're all those things. But the point is that Robert Byrd was a Democrat. And he had a uh, he had a KKK background, and uh, that's what I mean. Like Mansion, um, you know, he's not that. I don't want to compare him to to that. That's that's the worst of the worst. You know, the the KKK. But mm -hmm. this is where we are in West Virginia. I mean, can you expect him to have anything else? And and I guess the Schumers of the world or Democrats um, of this country should be grateful that they have him on leadership vote, right, to make him. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, to he voted for Schumer for, uh, you know, for uh, majority leader, obviously, right? And he voted for, uh, you know, different things that they needed him on. Uh, what exactly could you get out of a West Virginia Democrat more than you can get out of Manchin? Do you think he's, uh, do you think he, there, there's a left wing version of Manchin that's waiting in the wings that could that could ever emerge out of West Virginia? 
I don't know anyone, excuse me, offhand, but um, he ha- he his party, the, the, the insiders in the party would love to see him leave. I mean, they would they 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 do not have any, you know, they don't have any warm feelings for him. And they and it, believe me, if 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 he were to change parties, if in some you know fantastic, uh, you know, uh, spin, he would just say, I'm 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 really, you know, I'm I I'm hereby uh, closing my ending my relationship with the Democratic Party and joining the Republicans who have open, welcomed me with open arms. I mean, that, I don't think that'll ever happen. Um, I don't think anyone would really miss him that much. <laughs> They're not going to shed many tears, but they no, they obviously no. have some use for him because that you know Schumer wouldn't be talking to him. Uh, they wouldn't be able to pass anything, um, mm-hmm. you know, that they wanted to do without Mansion. Frank McKay here, right. Melissa Itelgeron dot com, place to go and go to Melissa Vision. Um, again, very, very importantly, uh, check us out on TV and check Melissa out on TV, Roku and uh, Amazon Fire, and and we'll be you know, growing and it's expanding, and you got to start somewhere, and this is a great starting point for Roku and people who don't know it should get it, and, and check out Melissa Vision. And Frank McKay here, much more importantly, Melissa Itell Jern. Uh, Melissa, when... <clears throat> All is said and done, the uh, the Democratic Party um, could uh, could point to certain things that are to the left. Manchin has not given in at all, uh, either as cinema, uh, you know, on on left. Is there anything that the left has put up there that uh, that either one of these two have uh, have uh, put their stamp on or put their vote on, uh, or have they been pretty? Uh, steadfast in not voting for anything too progressive. Right, but um, I think this bill is probably, I think it's probably the the, the farthest that that uh, definitely Mansion has ever come to in complete depth with, you know, with with the rest of the Democratic leadership of, of, of you know in the Senate. Uh, and I, I think uh, I think it just shows that he and Cinema are not ready to abandon ship. They may not personally. They may. You know, I think they. I think Joe Manchin anyway. He said he respects Joe Biden. He's known him for a long time. But I don't think anybody there is, uh, you know, is 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 blind to the fact that uh, there there are things that are on the horizon that could really change. That could actually rock the boat, and I think one of them is the coming midterms. This might be seen as as a last uh, a, a last chance to stop, you know, any you know this on the so-called onslaught of Republicans, you know, and to show the the country, especially after Roe v. Wade and the whole fiasco with that, that uh, you know, you, it, it, it's dangerous to 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 go to the other side. Yeah, right. That's you know that's the argument uh, coming in. I don't know how it's shaping up. I know the Roe v. Wade has to have a, a major effect on what's going on. We point out here, and I pointed out that that Zeldin, who came out of, he came out on top in the Democratic, I, I'm sorry, Republican primary, Lee Zeldin, um, 
uh, he had a lot fewer voters uh, for for that Republican primary than what Kathy Hochul did. You call her Governor Ho- Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, uh, yeah. There, are, people call her other things. I hear um, some of your 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 colleagues on ABC on, on WABC call him Ho- call her Hokum or <laughs> or some other uh, some other name, you know. Um, but I I don't haven't heard I haven't heard Hocus Pocus. So I, I'm claiming that as my own. That's yours. That's yours. And, and if <laughs> on. People have heard it here. That's where they heard it. You know, I was uh, I was at an event. You talk about WABC, uh, uh, where the owner, who's great, the greatest guy in the world, is uh, John Katzmatidis, and he's mm-hmm. got a number right. one show, five to six, um, called Cats Roundtable. But uh, he just had at a breakfast, uh, you know, steady breakfast. He just had Kevin McCarthy. And Kevin McCarthy's, uh, you know, uh, probably going to be the next House Speaker, right? Uh, we don't. Nobody is expecting uh, after this, after this uh, election, um, for uh, Nancy Pelosi to be anything but a lame duck. You do imagine that Kevin McCarthy will be the next, um, the next uh, Speaker of the House, don't you? I, you know, if all signs point to where the, you know, the midterms are taking us, is in all probability. He will be, and Nancy probably Nancy Pelosi, Nancy, uh, she, who, who, by the way, came home from Taiwan after all that that hullabaloo about, you know, is her plane going to get shot down or not? Yeah, she she knows that her job is not going to be forever, and that she may very well be out of one come November. Yeah, well, yeah, certainly as that, as as uh, uh, as the um, a speaker for sure. Do you know she went there? In a very unusual way, and and uh, you know, Leader McCarthy, you know, the minority leader, brought it up. She didn't do it with the with the sign off from the president. If she would have, there would have been uh, Democrats and Repu- Republicans in the in the entourage. Uh, it does mm-hmm. look like it was more Paul, isn't it? Paul Pelosi. Uh, it looked like it was more Paul driven. Mm-hmm. Than anything else. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, uh, her how her, her son was there. Yeah. Well, her son went on the trip. I heard. Yeah. One of her sons. I don't know how many sons she has. She, she has a lot of daughters, but one of her sons accompanied her on the on the trip. I mean, what is what was this trip all about? I mean, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a vibe on what it was about? I don't know if they. She was trying to promote. Business interests with the Pelosi family or not, but I think, you know, she's she has a history of going back, being a, um, you know, being supportive of Taiwan, but she also has a history with China, and supposedly she was, you know, she's been against China in her days, even prior to becoming speaker, way back when, um, but. I don't know. I, I don't know if this is, a, you know, the last hurrah for her and she wanted to go out on a on a bang. I don't know. Um, or she just wanted to affirm our, uh, you know, our general support for the for the free people of Taiwan. And in, 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 in the wake of what, you know, in the wake of what's been going on 
you know, in the region and also with China banging with the war drums all the time and, and, the, and the post-Ukraine crisis and, uh, and the fact that uh, she, she just wanted to send a message that uh, China is, you know, China is volatile um, and, and we're going to be here to, you know, to, to stand by them and, you know, in case something happens and, and we've, we've had unwavering support. And now I don't wonder, I also wonder if this had anything to do, I think the trip actually was, was, was um, in the works before this, but if the call that, that Biden had with President Xi a couple of weeks ago, in which Z actually said to him, well, if you, you know, you show any provocation, you show any outward support of Taiwan, uh, we're going to meet this with fire. He used some, 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 um, he used a metaphor, and, and, and I don't know how, but what Biden's uh, exact retort was, but he just, you know, he, he, and he actually came, went through the entire conversation, and then he reported that, you know, we're, you know, we're, you know, one step ahead of China, we're, you know, and, and we let him, you know, we, we, we established that, and other people are saying, no, he, he did not say anything with that threat, and he should have, he should, or he could have just hung up the phone, which is what a lot of people said he should have done. I don't know how that would have gone over. I mean, you know, imagine if President Z is telling you, we'll meet everything you do with fire, any provocation, you're going to burn or something like that. Um, what do you say to him? Oh, hey, go ahead, make my day, <laughs> and then hang up and play Clint Eastwood. I mean, what, what do you do in yeah. that case? Right. I, uh, amazing. I'm looking at some headlines here. Here's one. Uh, China halts military ties with U.S. sanctions. Uh, Pelosi over Taiwan visit. So, you know, that's there's the one take. Um, uh, here's uh, from the Boston Herald. Well, that was from the Hill. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That was from NBC News. All right. Here's Boston Herald. Um, Lucas uh, from the Boston Herald. Uh, uh, Pelosi's Taiwan visit exposes Biden weakness with China. And uh, it's hard not to. Um, oh, well, Lindsey Graham threw support behind Pelosi's Taiwan trip. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, did you know that? Lindsey Graham. Yes, he did. Yeah. I heard him interviewed. Yes. Yeah, he's got, you know, he's got a he little bit of an to... independent streak in him, you know. He's, yeah, uh, but I think he also wanted to show. China that we don't back down, which is important because, you know, this, let's face it, let's face it, the Xi administration, see, Xi is trying, I, I'm, am I saying his name right? Is it Xi or Xi? Yeah, I think Xi, President right? Xi. 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 Yeah. yeah, he's trying to be, according to insiders, he's trying to become another Mao, and he's 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 leaning toward a revitalization of the Mao Zedong years. So he's becoming really he's really becoming, I think, radical, very dangerous in that respect. And Lindsey Graham did say on a, on a couple of interviews that you know we have to show you know we have to show who we are. We can't let him get you know walk all over us. But then again, um, he, uh, others were in, in his party were critical of of uh, Biden's response to these threats, that he shouldn't have continued the call and that he should have hung up. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, look, it, it's it's dangerous. You know, it's it's very dangerous. I, you know, I spoke to some expert on, on China and, um, oh God, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, he's, he's a 90-year-old and he's, the, uh, uh, he's an expert. He was, uh, he was nominated for... Uh, uh, Nobel Peace Prize, and boy, shame on me, uh, John something. Oh, he's well-respected. But uh, I, I had him on 
my show years, uh, not years ago, about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And he, he brought up a point, and, and it's hard to argue this. He said, anybody that wants, anybody that wants war or military action with, with China is basically asking for the end of the world, right? I mean, it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the end of the world, at least as we know it. Um, they have so many people to, uh, actually, I think his point was, anybody that wants to engage in a, a war with China is asking for nuclear war. Because that's mm-hmm. what we would have to do to uh, to beat China in in a war is is to to nuke them. I mean, they've got a billion people, right? They've got they can just put people and to them, uh, it, to many people in the Chinese government. Let's face it, uh, people are cattle, people are, are are toys, people are slaves. You know, they get slave labor, they're treated mm. terribly over there, and they would put out. Uh, young men and, you know, who knows, maybe even young women out there uh, in in uh, battle lines, uh, anywhere, just to use as cannon fodder. Any any day of the week, much of the the uh, administration, the Chinese uh, power brokers would clearly do that without anything. So there's no way to win a ground war with China. I mean, let's face it, there's just too many people to be there. So in order... Uh, if people want war, and this, this guy was making this, this man was making this um, this argument that if you want, if, for those who want war with China, uh, what they're mm-hmm. asking for is a nuclear war because obviously mm-hmm. uh, Americans want us to win a war with China, and the only way you're going to win a war with China is to uh, deploy nuclear weapons. I, what do you what do you think of that? And and it really is a tricky situation. Um, I'm, you know, this is where it becomes complicated to, uh, to, to be comfortable with President Biden in his, in his current, um, I don't know, mental state or emotional state. And this isn't to be mean. It's not ageism or whatever. But we're this close. We're this close to a third world war, whether it's in the Ukraine and how it's been handled. And so far, you know, I can't argue with how you know how it's been handled because I don't want to I don't want us going to war with the Ukraine, oh, no. you know, no, um, of course. but what's your take on all of this? I mean, we are we are treading, um, you know, dangerous, you know, dangerous waters. That's true. And there's always been talk of World War Three since the Ukrainian conflict began. And and uh, I, I think China is even more uh, more deadly <laughs> Than Russia and Russia is like as as I've said before uh, in in some of our other you know in our our other uh, episodes that China views Russia as the wing pilot or the junior pilot or however you call the you know the the the, the subordinate um, the wing pilot they're wingmen and, and the wingman wingman exactly yeah. thank you yes um, but and and China I don't you know is, is trying to provoke us and they and I mean let's face it since Joe Biden has taken office. Uh, our standing as as a, a real superpower that flexes muscle uh, has really decreased. I mean, we've we've really lost ground in in that area. And no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're we're not the, the big superpower we thought we were. You know, way back when, we're just not. I mean, we've lost our prestige, and the the other two nations, Russia and China, have have, have surpassed us. We may be, you know, we have a, a formidable nuclear stockpile ourselves, but. Uh, nobody fears us. 
But right now, I mean, it, it's it's sad to say, but they look upon Joe Biden as this, you know, this older, uh, possibly um, uh, feeble-minded um, remnant of, uh, you know, you know, 50 years ago. And uh, he may say that he knows everyone. He spent 14 hours on a flight with Xi. He's known him way, from way back. He's known everybody. Everybody in the foreign, foreign policy knows Joe Biden, and Joe Biden knows about foreign policy. And it may be true that he knows how um, he knows the you know how, how to how to study us, and I think he has throughout the Ukrainian effort. I mean, there was talk early on, and people asked him. Reporters asked him, "Are we on you know are we on the brink of nuclear war?" And he said, "Don't worry about it." I I think he he did a good job of of, of you know keeping things at bay, keep, keeping dangers at bay, and 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 his and of course rallying the support of the world for Ukraine, and because he has you know he he's been around, he's been on many. You know, foreign relations exactly. committees. He's traveled the world. He knows everything. He knows everybody in in foreign policy. So yes, you have to give him that. He's he's got the he's got the experience. But you you take a person like Xi, who's who's modeling himself after Mao Zedong. You know, you you have to admit this is a dangerous. This is a real dangerous guy. This is a guy who who's killed uh, uh, his own people. He's put the the uh, in, in the the minority the the Muslim minority in in, in constant concentration camps. Uh, he, he's, he, his government, and I don't speak of Chinese people, it's not the people, it's the CCP, uh, who have one foot in, in capitalism and the other in, 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 in you know, old-time communism. They're the dangers. They're the ones who want to take over the world at any cost. And, uh, and, and, and they're, you know, Russia, they've recruited Russia as their wingman, as you say, and uh, they are the problem. And uh, you know, would this, uh, of course, a million times this has been asked, would this have happened if Ronald, if, if Donald Trump had still been there? Probably not. I mean, I, I don't know. I think they were, they were itching to go into Ukraine, and now uh, the, the China's testing the waters with Taiwan, which would be, would be no easy task because of physical distance and uh, geological um, um features uh, of of the of Taiwan Taiwan is you know an island uh separated uh, I think it's a, is it a hundred maybe a hundred miles away from China not exactly sure but it would no it would no, be no easy and cheap feat to for, for the Chinese to overtake that island yet they're trying to you know they're they're trying to pull rank on 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 the president uh and and threaten us uh, and then, well, you know what? Her plane came and went. Nancy Pelosi said she was going to. You know, she she didn't say right away what she was going to do. And I don't think she intended for this trip to be publicized, although it did add a lot, you know, for her to her to her prestige. Uh, but um, I, I don't think she meant for it to be to be publicized in that way. And yes, I wonder why she didn't bring any Republicans. But then again, I realized who would she have brought? Who would have been uh, favorable enough to her, innocuous enough to her? I mean, Romney. Would you have brought uh, a guy like Mitt Romney? Or Susan. I don't know. Would it, or Mikowski? Would it have to be somebody? Could it be from both sides of the house, or does it have to be from just from the, the no, I think, from the? I think anybody, right? I mean, she went along, anybody? right? And that was unprecedented. Well, she brought. She actually brought. Her. She actually brought, in addition to her son, her, she brought a few other. Congress people, Democrats. Yeah, right. She brought, you know, brought people like that. But it, in order for it to be like an official visit mm -hmm. or whatever you mm -hmm. want to call it, it would have had to be, uh, you know, Democrats and Republicans. Rather right, than bipartisan. 
Right, bipartisan, and yeah. it would have had to have been blessed by the president. The the president didn't bless it, right? Um, he he knew about it, but he, I think he he was kind of wary of saying, "Yeah, go ahead and and do it." I think he was a little he was probably worried because you know the you know the media drummed this up into some you know provocation that you know they they did say they were going to they they were going to shoot they could shoot they could very well shoot the plane down but she had you know her plane was accompanied by um by military US military planes and there was there was an aircraft carrier nearby i mean she wasn't you know out in the open i mean i was i was kind of thinking to myself what if i were you know what if i were on board how would i feel would i be nervous yeah. you know would i be praying you know please let us just land and take off and then, <laughs> and that's it and i won't ask for anything else yeah right i mean it's uh uh you know i would have been nervous that's for sure yeah, and yeah, until yeah. you get out of that airspace, um, right? Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I just didn't think that that China would go that far, you know. I, I you know, listen, I've been wrong before, that's for sure, you know. But, um, yeah, it would have been something um, uh, for them to do that. Forget, and, and I imagine that would have, uh, that would have caused a, uh, uh, you know, full fledged war, right? I mean, if they shot down the, mm -hmm. the speaker of the house. Um, sure. I mean, that would have been that would have been a good movie, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no doubt about it. But uh, dramas, you know, you know, just absolutely, uh, uh, you know, amazing. Um, I don't know drama here or or whatever. But it's it's a um, you know it is certainly a new um, uh, you know new moment in the Biden uh, administration. And again, I wonder how he privately felt. Frank McKay here, much more importantly, MelissaItellJuren.com is where you should go and go to Melissa Vision on TV. Go to Melissa Vision and, uh, and anywhere uh, to, to hear our show, uh, the Melissa I Tell Juren show. She has been hosting for, for several years now and just uh, an absolute uh, plethora of information here and thoughts and I think very very unbiased. I think, uh, Melissa, I think you've been very unbiased during oh, this whole thing. Thank you. You have thank your, you. Uh, your opinions and you, uh, you know, like everyone else, and you're not afraid to share them. But uh, but you are, you just gave, you know, you gave uh, Biden some credit here where credit is uh, due oh. on, on different things. And I think you've been generous in that sense. Thank um, you. Thank you. Try to be. Yeah. I, I mean, I, uh, Pelosi, is, a, is there anything you could see in this trip that was uh, that was done that could be built upon from this trip from Pelosi's trip. Yeah, can can somebody build on this? Could they do something else? I hope they don't. I you know I don't want to you know uh, play handball on the bear's cave. You know uh, I don't want to uh, poke the bear. Um, but do you think there's going to be follow up with this? Do you think there's going to be a bipartisan? Um, trip to Taiwan? Is there one already talked about? Is there one planned? Uh, what's what's the next step in Taiwan, if anything? I, I think, I don't know if they're going to read, you know, they, they, I, I think that our, our, our policy is, you know, that we support, we support the Taiwanese, but I don't think we can, you know, we can't actually 
you know, send our troops there, you know, in the event of, of an invasion or, or provocation by China. I think right now things are so, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of skittish with, with, with the Chinese. I mean, we're, we're not friends. I mean, we're, you know, if you, you, know, if you go back in, in history, 50 years ago, Nixon made the famous trip to uh, Red China and, and met with Chow and Lai, and uh, it was this was the opening of the of the uh, of, of relations with with the Chinese, and you know Nixon was great in foreign policy, and and he saw that this was an an, an excellent opportunity. Uh, you know he's been he's been gone now for over 25 years, uh, more than that I think, close to 30. And now I wonder what he would make of this, because yes, we opened relations with them 50 years ago. Now they're you know they they own our debt. Uh, they're being run by this. Uh, this, I, I guess he's a. I, I don't know if he's more megalomaniacal than than Putin, but he's he's fashioning himself after Mao Zedong, and we know Mao Zedong, you know, back in the day, uh, he, he was responsible for the Cultural Revolution with his, you know, his Gang of Four and 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 uh, very a very oppressive communist regime back then, and uh, we're seeing the same things in recent history uh, with with, the, with this with this guy. Um, you know, with, with the, the, since the, the COVID-19, the, the Wuhan virus, and the and 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 the claims that this was a, this was done in a bi I'm calling it a bioterror lab, and it was released by accident, yeah. and uh, the fact that his own people are being imprisoned, and 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 in Shanghai, people were 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 forcibly quarantined and then cut off from society, cut off from 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 food, and from buying food and water, and and I mean, it, it's a terribly oppressive society, yet they they want to amass millions and 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 they own uh you know they've got a stake in 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 our economy and 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 without them without having in them we can't operate our factories and and uh most of our drugs are made uh, or even our components for our cars are made there and if they 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 wage some kind of war whether it's a cyber war whether it's a trade war it could it could harmony um uh, adversely affect us adversely harm us you know people need medicine people need um you know we, we you, cars have it's been very difficult to buy a new car this the inventory isn't there i mean we we, we are too dependent on them yeah I, I, absolutely um uh, look at the uh at the end of the day um we are uh, we're in uh, virgin territory. I guess we always are, right? I mean, it's, mm -hmm. especially with uh, with President Biden. And again, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be sounding like I'm slamming President Biden. But anybody who thinks that he's completely, solidly all there uh, mentally, I, I don't think is being honest. To be honest with you, I, I mean, uh, he's just uh, he he's just he's not. And every time these issues come up. Um, that's that's what I go to, and then your fallback position, your fallback position is uh, is is Kamala Harris and and the CAC mm -hmm. and whatever. I mean, yes, and, and that is so uh, <laughs> uncertain, and yeah. and then waiting in the wings, pulling uh, the whole thing to the left. It, you mentioned Gang of Four. You also, yeah. you know, you refer to the Gang of Four now. They're like a Gang of Six or or whatever now, yes, that's right? True. The Yes, the squad. Everybody the squad. calls them the squad. I've been calling them the gang of four. Yeah. Don't forget that Nancy Pelosi is number. Uh, she's not. She's the second highest ranking. Uh, you know, she's second in line for the presidency. So she's. You know, she's one of the top 
the very top tier of the government. So her anything she does is is going to be uh, is going to be on the radar. Yeah, right. Uh, where where is uh, Vice President Harris been on on all of this? What has she been saying? Have you followed? Well, yesterday. Yesterday was Sunday. The Senate had been through a 16-hour, I guess, fight to get that that uh, that uh, that uh, inflation-fighting package, whatever it's called, uh, IRA. At first, I thought I think it was IRA or IRS, and I thought this had to do with the IRS, but it, it, that's the that's the the acronym for this 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 bill, which was a a a, um, a um, a composite of what they of the original, you know, Build Back Better, which went through so many, so many iterations that it wasn't recognizable because they couldn't get the support. And finally, Manchin and Schumer got together last couple of you know, few over the last few weeks, and they drummed out something. And Cinema finally budged and said, "Okay, all right, as long as the corporate tax structure isn't so, you know, out of off, you know, out in left field." Because her supporters, I mean, she's she is more. She is, I think, she and Man. You know, they're they're considered the most, I guess, in these this day and age. If you're a moderate Democrat, you are one of you're one of the Walking Dead, and you're considered so conservative that you might as well be a Republican. She she's got a lot of donors who are you know corporate, and and she doesn't want to offend them. But then again, she's you know we've seen her assaulted, verbally assaulted in her own in her own state. So she's up for re-election 24, and so is Manchin, so they have to think, you know, okay, let's <laughs> let's think this through before we bury ourselves, right? right. So, um, yeah, um, but, um, you know, going back, I, you know, Biden does not look very strong, and I'm sure, uh, you know, he may be telling you, I'm going to run again, and I'm doing this, and we're doing great. I don't know if the future looks that rosy. Yeah, no, it's it's it, it doesn't, and uh, and I think any of that is over optimism, and we'll see what happens in this midterm election. Melissa, any last uh, thoughts? And uh, again, um, we started out with the bill, and we started out with the passage of the bill. Do you have a prediction on on where it goes from uh, from here? Uh, do you see success in this Build Back Better version, or the uh, the bastardized version of Build Back uh, Better? Um, no, do you see failure? Uh, is it still? <laughs> is the jury still out? I think well, it's got to go to the house. So yeah, that remains right. to be seen. You know, so I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> Are they going to get everything they want? I'm not sure. Of course, uh, the left is saying, "Oh, this this will change America for the better." Let's see what the vote is in the House. If they what they really get, and how long it would take to get this these things passed. I mean, through through you know processed, and then next year. At this time, we'll, we'll, we will already be through the midterms. We'll be past that. We'll know what the state of the union is. Uh, how much of this will hold? Uh, you know, we'll, 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 we'll be able to stand up to all of that. How much of this will actually go, go into effect? Because by November, we'll know. The, we'll really know what you know where the winds are blowing. And I think uh, you know everybody's. You've probably heard all these predictions that um, that Biden is going to announce after the the, the midterms that. He has to um, he has to step away because of health reasons. So I don't know. Let's it's all you know. This is all conjecture at this point. So let's see what happens. We 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 have about a hundred days until the midterms, and yep. we'll, so we have we'll see how this all unfolds. Melissa, I tell Joran, thank you very much. Uh, thanks, Frank, and thanks to everyone out there for listening to us every week. 
Yeah, and, and hopefully uh, people that will start watching, too, on Melissa Vision. I love how that sounds. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and, and to all of you, thank you very much, as Melissa said. Yes. Thanks for listening each and mm -hmm. every week. We appreciate it. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Jorn Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.